G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Independent researchers have conducted an in-depth study into the success of Compassion's child sponsorship program with dramatic results. The findings of the study have just been published in the April issue of the Journal of Political Economy, one of the most prestigious economic journals in the world. Compassion International's Program Effectiveness Research Director, Dr Alastair Sim, spoke to Neil Johnson to discuss what the results of this research meant. Alastair, groundbreaking research. Had this sort of research been done any time before? Uh, There has been actually, surprisingly, no empirical independent research done on child sponsorship, um, despite there being something of the order of $3.2 billion spent on child sponsorship uh, around the world annually. So it is amazing the way that the research has shown that the thing that's been spoken about all these years, the idea of breaking the cycle of poverty, is actually working and can be proven. Yes, it's, it's not an easy thing to prove because we, what you need to do is, is invest in, in children and then uh, look at the outcomes of those children when they're adults. Um, that's only when you can be sure that you're having an impact. And so it's, it's not something people take on lightly. <laughs> and so I guess that's maybe been part of the reason it hasn't been taken on before. And so when you're looking at the outcomes, uh, what sort of things are you looking for? Well, in this particular study, uh, which uh, I should say that uh, was um, totally independent of Compassion International, although I now work for Compassion International, and we carry out our own research uh, on a routine basis, this was a completely unsolicited independent study where uh, a team from the University of San Francisco came to us with, with the obvious question, how do you know this is making a, a long-lasting uh, impact in the lives of children when they're adults? And so they they took a fairly complicated approach, but they they basically looked at adult life outcomes in terms of uh, how much education uh, these adults had achieved, uh, whether they were in employment, the type of employment they were in, and whether they were taking up leadership roles in their community and their churches. And so the research shows that all of those areas, there were vast improvements. There were incredible improvements. I mean, this is one of the the exciting things for for us in Compassion in that, you know, we have believed this for a long time and we've seen it with our own eyes, we've seen it with our own internal research, but for a a high-profile independent team to to come along and knock on our doors and say, hey, can we check to see if this stuff is working? Uh, It's a little bit scary, (laughs) but uh, we we wanted to be uh, transparent, and if it wasn't working, we wanted to know. But uh, the results are remarkably strong and remarkably significant to the point where it's being able to be published in in, uh, journals such as the Journal of Political Economy. Now, when people think of organisations like Compassion, and they might be comparing those with all sorts of other aid organisations, Compassion does things somewhat differently. This idea of breaking the cycle of poverty uh, by caring for the needs of children is not just uh, dropping some aid in their lap and, and hoping they've got the next meal. This really is 
like the adoption of a child and uh, the expectation that there's going to be great things for the future in that child. Uh, yes, I mean, our, our, our um, approach is, is, is unique, I guess, uh, amongst child sponsorship organisations. There are, there are a few smaller ones that do similar work to us, but the important thing is that we're not delivering aid. We're, we're involved in child development, and so relief and aid are incredibly important to, to deal with uh, various crises around the world. Uh, but, but our calling, if you like, and our approach is to invest in individual children, currently around 1.3 million children around the world. Uh, and that's our approach. And um, I think it, it's not a good thing to, to compare uh, different organizations, even different child sponsorship organizations, because all our approaches are quite different. And this research specifically focused on Compassion's model. So uh, we can only say this research applies to Compassion's work, nobody else's. And, of course, when it comes to evaluating effectiveness, is this likely to be a trigger now for organisations like Compassion and, and aid organisations too to, to really get into more the academic side of, of showing how the work actually makes an impact on the lives of people? Yes, I, I think so. I mean, I think that the, the development sector uh, as, a, as an academic discipline, if you like, has grown and the standards of evaluation methodologies that are coming in now are, are far away in advance of what was there even 10 years ago. But also, to be fair, you know, development organizations, including ourselves, have been doing our own internal research for a long time, and that's why we continue to do what we do, because our own evidence is, is, uh, is telling us these things have been working. But I think now there's a greater demand from donors and governments and uh, sponsors to say, well, we'll believe you, but we'd like a little bit of extra credibility there. So when a, an external organization comes along and says, we want to do this and we will, we will get external funding ourselves, all you need to do is open your door. Uh, we were happy to say yes, as I say, perhaps a little bit afraid, but um, we were happy to say yes. And maybe that will be a, a bit of an impetus to, to other organizations to do the same. And Alistair, Compassion's working in a lot of nations around the world. Which ones were the ones that were identified for the academic research? Well, he worked in, in six, six different countries which were representative of the, the three regions that we work in, Africa, uh, Latin America and Asia. The six countries he focused on, the team focused on, were Bolivia, Guatemala, India, Kenya, the Philippines and Uganda. So a very, a very broad spread of countries and represented of the 26 different countries we work in. Our special guest is Dr Alistair Sim and we're talking about the new research that's just been published in the Journal of Political Economy, one of the most prestigious economics journals in the world and all about the ways in which the success is being now uh, able to be studied, the work of compassion. Uh, well, it was a very large study involving more than 10,000 people, uh, including nearly 2,000 adults who were uh, formerly sponsored children in the 80s and 90s. You know, if you want to measure impact in adults, you have to wait a long time until the, the children have left the program. And so uh, we, the, the, the research specifically focused on children that were in the program in these 80s and 90s and uh, who are now, I think the average age was about 27 to 28 of, of, of people that they, they studied. 
And so what they did, they went to these six countries and they looked at, at registration lists of formerly sponsored children in, in these uh, countries. And then they hired local people to essentially track down the families of these people and then interviewed the families about these, these adult life outcomes in the formerly sponsored children. So it was a three-year study uh, involving a lot of hard work by a lot of people in the field. Um, and they looked at a lot of different uh, livelihood outcomes, uh, specifically, as we've mentioned already, focusing on education, employment, and leadership. And what they found is that formerly sponsored children uh, have significantly greater number of years education, uh, on average across six countries up to 1.5 years. Uh, in Uganda, it was a lot higher, 2.4 years. Um, 27 to 40% greater likelihood of completing secondary education, 50 to 80% greater likelihood of completing tertiary education. Now, they, these, these are just numbers, but uh, in a development context, they make enormous difference to these educational outcomes for, for these formerly sponsored children. And the same uh, w with employment, 35% uh, more likely to be in a white-collared uh, job, 63% more likely to be teachers. And then finally, leadership, which is uh, clearly if you're going to change the world and influence uh, communities, uh, you'd like to see your work having a role or an impact on the leadership aspects of, of development as well. And there, uh, we found that formerly sponsored children were 30 to 75% more likely to be found in, in community leadership and a similar degree in church leadership. As you say, it's not just a line ball findings. Uh, maybe just there's a little improvement, but uh, they're dramatic improvements, aren't they? they? They are dramatic. I mean, some, sometimes you can get a little bit bamboozled by the numbers, but in a development context, in, in a measurable context, you know, these are changes on the average child across 10,000 people uh, studied. To the point where the numbers were so large, the Journal of Political Economy took a long time to review the work and uh, required the authors to, to undergo a number of different uh, ways to analyze the data to be absolutely sure uh, they had good data. <laughs> and um, th this work is, is attracting a lot of interest internationally, uh, particularly the World Bank are showing a lot of interest in these findings because of the size of the effects that they're seeing. Interesting when you talk about children who are growing up and taking leadership roles in their communities because some of the leadership roles that those children will move into will be roles within the local church community where they are in their country. Sure, and, and I mean that, that would be perhaps the most obvious one for, for a Christian organisation like Compassion. Uh, it, we would obviously like to see children entering into to taking on church leadership. But more importantly, uh, it's not all about the church. It's about the church serving the community. And to see a, a very similar uh, impact on formerly sponsored children taking up community leadership roles uh, was very encouraging to us. And Alistair, it must be very heartening for people who are sponsors of these children because uh, typically when someone becomes a sponsor of a compassion child, it's not just a one-off gift, but it's an ongoing relationship that's built. And so uh, sponsors obviously hearing of these successes and now uh, academic uh, research feedback that shows that this cycle of poverty is being broken around the place, this must be very, very heartening. 
I, I think it, it will be. I, I think many, many sponsors are, are driven by knowledge of how their particular child is doing, and because of regular feedback they get through letters and information from Compassion, uh, they're probably getting uh, pretty inspired as it is. But to have this additional icing on top of the cake, if you were, uh, were a completely independent academic institution is saying, hey, the evidence you're seeing in that one child actually applies across the board on average, that uh, you're, you're seeing changes in education, changes in employment, and changes in leadership. So I think if you're a numbers person, if you're a big picture person, these things will be very, very, very encouraging and motivating for individual sponsors who are perhaps less concerned about numbers, it'll be a little bit of icing on top of the cake. And when you were initially approached about being the subject of the research, and you said there was a little bit of uh, you know fear and trepidation, what would the researchers find? Uh, having gone through that process and now with such a glowing impact report, it must do wonders for the sort of transparency that future sponsors of children within Compassion would be looking at and saying, well, this is the sort of organisation I think I can invest in the children who are under the Compassion sponsorship banner. Yes, I mean, I, I think that that's obviously what we're hoping. And, and uh, you know, independent evidence it always has that degree of extra credibility. But as I say, many organisations, including us, produce our own marketing based on our own research. And um, so for us, this has been validation. It's been external validation of things that we have felt and, and known, both from our individual interactions with the children, but also from our own research. And of course, we mentioned that these findings have been published in the Journal of Political Economy, one of the most prestigious economics journals in the world. That is an important thing too for the Compassion Organisation. It's incredibly important, and uh, you know it's been a long journey for us. You know we've we've had these results for two years, but we were very intentional and deliberate that we weren't going to tell anyone about this until the academic institutions and the the journal itself had had submitted the work to peer review research uh, peer review, and had published or at least accepted the work for publication. And so it's been a, a long journey for us knowing that this is true but not being able to t- talk about it too much. So now, now, now it's out, we're very happy to talk about it. Well, the findings are just amazing. And uh, to point people to the Compassion website, it's www.compassion.com.au. And, uh, Alistair, as I understand it, there's a link there where... Uh, listeners to our conversation now could go and they could actually access all of those findings and uh, what's been written about compassion and how this research is going to make an impact on the future. Yes, there's a lot of information there. There's a number of supporting videos. There's even a video from the lead researcher, Dr. Bruce Weidig himself, talking about his work and what it means for not only compassion but also for uh, the development world uh, in general. Uh, and uh, there's various fact sheets and uh, the full press release can be downloaded as well. And, of course, credit to Bruce Weidick for doing that research. Uh, He had some special uh, qualities, special qualifications, which enabled him to uh, really uncover a lot of that great research that that brought about this latest finding. Yes, Bruce was completely unknown to us in Compassion, but he's a a well-known development economist, uh, as we said, at the University of San Francisco. Um, He's an academic, but um, 
a lot of his research is in the development field and he's done a lot of consultancy for other NGOs and organizations such as the World Bank. Uh, this was a particular area of interest for him uh, because he sponsors a child and like I did uh, a number of years ago, he thought, well, wouldn't it be good to, to actually look and see if, if this actually works? Um, so when he, he knocked on our door, um, as, as we said already, uh, there was a little bit of concern because he was an unknown. And by agreeing to this, we were agreeing to the results being um, fully published, no matter what they were. And so if the results had not been good, we would have been committed to deal with those, those uh, negative results. But I, I think uh, compassion felt ready. I think integrity is one of our leadership principles. Transparency is very important to us. And uh, so it was very much timely uh, for us to, to agree to, to participate in this research. Well, the results show that the work of compassion is being exceptionally effective. And uh, to mention that website once again, www.compassion.com.au, and there is a link to that research. Dr. Alistair Sim is our guest from Compassion Australia. Alistair, uh, just a pleasure talking, and thanks for being with us today on 2020. Thanks for the opportunity, Neil, to, to share this exciting research. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.